Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hour number two, Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV, as we broadcast from Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. That's on Appalachian Parkway. If you were wondering, we'll be here as the games get started, and it's a great day as it is opening day for Major League Baseball. A couple scores already, having uh, two games begun. Mentioned it at the outset, Atlanta and Washington. That game is 3-1 to one Braves, I do believe, last I checked. Yep. And then we've got the Giants and the Yankees. That game is one to nothing. Yankees on an Aaron Judge Home run. Home openers for the Nats. Home openers for the Yankees. Games getting ready to get started. Orioles and Boston. That would be Kyle Gibson, Corey Kluber. Brewers and Cubs also getting started here in about 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Corbin Burns and Marcus Stroman. Later in the day, you get Tigers, Rays, Phillies, Rangers, and so on and so on. My Pirates taking on the Reds, Eric Llewellyn's Reds. I sent a nice little missive to him this morning. I'm sure you did. I'm sure it was nice, too. I, I wished him well. Yes. I wished him well. Only said, good Happy things. opening day. I hope you're Reds. Yep, there it is. It's good to know. <laughs> division rivalries. There, there's always a little salt there because of the fil- familiarity of six months of going head-to-head one way or the other, either on the field or in the standings. Now, the rules change, though, for all of us to get excited about with the new schedule being what it yep. is, where yep. everybody gets to play everybody. So players that you've wanted to see play your franchise or in your ballpark, uh, you get a chance. You do. Every other year, it's going to be uh, a home series with whatever team. So if you are, I don't know, um, let's see, bad example, Mariners. Uh, if you're a Padres fan in Tampa Bay, in St. Pete, and there you, you want to see the Padres, there you go, Greg Tish, if you're listening, you can go now. Every other year, you're guaranteed to see the Padres play in St. Pete. And that's the way it is across baseball. What it cost was, I believe, four games a year against your uh, division rivals. I think it's from 19, 19 down to 15. To 15. Yeah. Which I'm yeah. fine with. 19 to 15 is not the end of the world. And if it's an opportunity for somebody to go see Shohei Itani play. Yeah. Who would yeah. never get to see it or well, have an opportunity to see Mike Trout play? Look, or, yeah, man. Just get Mets season tickets next year and you'll be able to see a whole <laughs> lot of Shohei Otani. It'll well, be a beautiful thing. I will tell you this. It's the first thing I thought of, and I know it's the first thing you thought of too. And he said he will be testing the, the free agent market. Oh. Yeah. I mean, well, one can dream. And oh, by the way, you would think it's either the Mets or the Yankees. So there it is. If he doesn't sign with the Mets, it won't be because. Money, money was a fact. Yeah, the Mets no, will offer the most money. Of money. Period. Yeah. The Mets are going to offer the most money. As they should. It yeah. makes perfect sense to do yep. so. And also, it's pretty funny when we talk about players in the history of the game, and baseball's rife with all kinds of uh, debate regarding the history of the game and who, who, who do you count, who don't you count, which players obviously were excluded from playing for many years, and how does that affect the numbers? All these things that we do when we have baseball-related debates. 
I, I, I don't know that in my life – I do know. I do know. In my lifetime, I've never seen a player like Shohei Itani. Uh, you uh, might, you it, might never you again. Might, you know, it, Babe Ruth was the last. Yeah. Um, and and even – even uh, listen, Shohei can be completely dominant on the hill. Uh, I mean, what he did in the WBC was a great way to encapsulate for people across the world, especially in the East Coast of the United States who don't see him a whole lot, of just what he can do in a one-game setting or even a, a – Three different games. You got a guy who can hit 102, and that's with his arm. And with a filthy slider, wipeout slider to go with that fastball. And then an exit velo in the mid-one-teens, 100-teens. And it's the same player. He can hit the hardest ball that you see hit all night long on a baseball field, and he can throw the pitch the fastest of anybody. It's amazing. and It's Little League meets Major League Baseball. I went to uh, the old Rangers ballpark, uh, ballpark in Arlington, right? And, and that's not that, that is anymore now. It's called something different. They built another yeah, they space built a new age. One, yeah. uh, they built a new one for no reason, but they did. I went to that one when we played Oklahoma State, uh, and and mm-hmm. you were out there. We had it's a almost great, ten years ago now. We, we had a great time. That was a lot of fun. It is crazy that ten years have passed. But I went to that ballpark because of my relationship with a buddy that worked for the Marlins. You know, Matt Britton. And he had a friend that worked for the Rangers. Baseball people all stay connected because they all do each other favors, just like NFL people. I mean, yep, if you work yep. in a franchise and you've got a friend that works in another franchise and family comes into town, you're going to hook them up. So by virtue of that, I got hooked up a lot. And I got to go in the clubhouse for the Rangers. Well, why don't I bring all this up on the heels of us talking about Shohei Itani? Well, I went to you Darvish's locker. And I saw you Darvish's cleats and his uniform. And I saw, you know, just his, his glove, everything about you Darvish, right? I actually saw his car, which was funny, but he um, he's a giant man. Mm-hmm. You Darvish. Like, Who had a renaissance last year. Yeah, and when you look at you Darvish, you go, holy moly. I mean, a baseball looks like a pebble in his hand. I mean, he's a massive mm-hmm. man, and he can control it and do all these. When, when you see those kinds of guys – uh, it, it, it's it's nuts to watch uh, somebody who who is that athletic, that big, that strong. Well, Shohei Itani, I suspect, just based on his interactions amongst his own teammates, when you see is larger than life. Yeah, and it would make sense then, um, given his strength, given the speed with which he throws a baseball, the power with which he hits a baseball, but also the speed on the base pass when you watch him yep. run. Mm-hmm. That dude can really go. He's a gazelle. So. He's a preternaturally gifted athlete, a freak of nature. And when you say, yeah, you probably won't see anybody else like that again, I think you're right. I think these are the things that we should yeah. like, take note of and appreciate when you have an opportunity to because there is nobody in baseball who's anywhere close to Shohei Atani. The only thing is I, I don't know that you're going to see somebody quite like this again from the United States. You know, like, He might inspire some young Japanese player or somebody internationally because of the appeal. Baseball's number one in those places. Correct. So you might see somebody from that realm of the world duplicate what Shohei does. Maybe not as well, but they can do it to where you see something awesome, like in the WBC where he's in the bullpen. He's got to run back to the dugout because his his turn in the order might be coming up. That is something that you only see at Little League ballparks in a, a, a circuit near you, wherever you live in the country. That's something that your best player does. They play shortstop, they pitch, and they hit third. Yeah, and occasionally you do see it in college baseball. Yeah. Uh, and and even when you see it in college baseball, you'll hear coaches, managers say, well, we got to be careful how we do that. I actually used to roll my eyes at that. I don't I, I, I'm not buying that. If you pitch on a Monday, I don't think you're all that exhausted when you go take the field as a as a position player on a Thursday or Friday. No. 
I don't. Not. I'm not buying it. I don't think so. These are like 18, 19, 20-year-old kids. They're fine. He, he's going to be all right. Yeah, the only thing is if you can help it and take a day off or two that you're not on the left side of the infield or the outfield and save your arm, fine. But in the batter's box, hell no. There's nothing wrong with you. Uh, yeah, you, you could do that. You could DH and pitch. It's not the – I mean, because that's, yeah. that's how they often do it. If, yep. if on the day, you know, you, you'll, you'll end up DH. And I'm like, come on, man. It's not – no, this isn't football now. I'm not now. A 162 game season is a lot to have to get through. Sure, but in terms of the physicality of the sport, stop it. No, the the ideal thing is if you're a pitcher, and this is like this is the guy you create an MLB the show. You know, this that's what Shohei Otani is. He's the creative player. Like I, I, you I, don't I, cheat, but I, he's he's living like that. Yeah. He's not cheating. <laughs> he, he lives he's the cheat code. He right? lives the cheat code. Yeah, he is that guy. But yeah. ideally, you'd want to be a first baseman. You know, because that saves your arm on your off days. Mm-hmm. All, right, all you got to do is receive the baseball. Every once in a while, you got to turn to 363. Otherwise, we're all okay here. Maybe an underhand to the pitcher for a PRP. But this is a guy who also plays a position where you need to have a strong arm in the field. So that would be the only thing where I would say protect him. If he just yeah, threw 100 yeah. pitches in the next day, you need him to fire one 100 miles an hour down to gun somebody out who's tagging a third. That might not be advisable for the for the makeup for uh but with the universal dh in baseball a guy like that is forever protected he would never come to the mets or the national league without the universal dh a guy like that yeah and i hated it when they made the decision to do it um i get why they did it but i don't hate the more recent rule changes that we discussed at the outset of the show and that have been talked about all offseason and now through the spring i don't hate that at all they baseball had to do something they had to shake things up look it's in a healthy place if you look at the numbers if you look at the the salaries of players and you look at the franchise values baseball's still in a really good place yeah. but if you look at viewership numbers that it ain't great no it ain't great and it was losing rapidly to the NBA and the NFL the next crisis of our time is across the board but it applies to baseball more than most which is you look at this RSN restructuring mm-hmm. and, and some of the financial issues they're having the bulk of the money made for these teams is from their local markets not from a national contract like Fox or CBS signs with the NFL yeah and and it's pretty neat that a team like the Rays, which does terribly in terms of attendance, yep, can make all the money that they make because of that contract. Correct. But is that contract really worth it? And if Bally is bankrupt, is that do the Rays actually end up cashing this amount five, ten years from now? And what Manfred's talking about, and he's had a good year with these rule changes. Rob Manfred's had a very good the, year. The first thing that he's done, uh, and Correct. I'm not even sure that he was the main one responsible, but he'll certainly he'll, take credit as as the commissioner. But yes. it'll go down in in baseball annals that way as yes, well. Yes, yes, it will. But he's talking about standardizing. I don't want to say nationalizing because that's the wrong term, but standardizing the broadcasting where MLB is the owner of all the broadcast rights. It's like this MLB channel. And then your local guy out there, whether it's a Chip Carey or a Gary Cohen or your guys for the Pirates, will all work for Major League Baseball and not Yes Network or SNY or Bally Sports Florida. Right, right, right. That's the next big hurdle for baseball in terms of revenue. If these salaries are going to continue to go through the roof, it's not because the gate and the attendance is up. It's because that they find a way to get around these troubles with RSN deals. But we did. You know, it is interesting. Uh, you and I learned a valuable lesson about the gate in these sports that play so many games. Uh, did somebody just go deep again? They did. Yes, that would be the Yankees with a home run as we watch. That's opposite field, too. Um, well, really deep part of yeah, the ballpark well, well, in Yankee Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, say, th- that said, uh, we did learn the gate mattered more than we thought. That is true. That like, is true. We looked at the greater COVID percentage. taught us yeah, that lesson. Yeah, the yeah. gate the gate yeah. mattered more than we really realized. But yeah, COVID did teach us that. Lesson. That was Glaber Torres. 
Uh, Gleyber Torres with the bomb to the uh, well, I, I shouldn't call it a bomb. A yeah. Yankee, a Yankee, the medium-sized yeah, right yeah, field fly uh, ball, a routine pop fly that left the yard at Yankee Stadium, <laughs> which is, is how that plays out. Uh, by the way, later today, uh, Florida State will practice yet again. This time, uh, again, it'll be four o'clock, and I would guess. When's the next scrimmage? Saturday. Yeah. So yeah. I've thought that that was the next scrimmage. I'm kind of curious what they do today. I think that's it, too, in the way of scrimmages. I think they take the next couple Saturdays off. I'll take a look at the schedule, though. Well, I, I wonder how hard they'll go at it today uh, with the scrimmage on hand, because if you're only doing one more scrimmage, and I think you're right on that, Tom. I think I do believe we got that report when it first came out. Um, I don't know, man. I, I got to guess that they're going to actually want to play Jordan Travis. In I would think, yes, if you if yeah if you're only having one more you you probably would like to do that the other thing and this is where I think it comes full circle this was a more situational scrimmage the first time around mm-hmm. this is going to be more game like this weekend situational means and, and I thought Corey did a good job of, of clarifying this doesn't mean you're always in red zone it means sometimes you do you run a bunch of first down plays back to back or third and fives and third and sevens and, and so forth and that's how you get your periods built but this in this particular case if you're doing a scrimmage the old school way, Outside of turning quarterbacks live, you're going up and down the field. Special teams is involved. Field position matters. Situations and what time on the game clock matter, where you are down in distance. So if you're going to do that and turn it up a little bit, I would think that you would want to let Jordan Travis go even more this weekend because I don't think you should play him a lot at the spring game on April 15th. I don't think they'll play him a lot in the spring game on April 15th. I do think they'll they'll let him have, like we talk about with the NFL, you get a series or two here. You want to do that with the starters. I think most Florida State fans, we've joked about this all throughout the spring, would be fine with him being wrapped in bubble wrap, just not yep. really even hardly participating. I will continue to want to monitor what's going on with the second and third string situation at quarterback. I'm not, you know, somebody brought it up. I think it was yesterday's. No, it was it was the day before show, uh, or Monday show, I should say. Somebody brought up, and I we'll see about this. But they said they suspect that Duffy will be the one that's the odd man's out when this is all over. If we were taking odds, not mm-hmm. now, not right now, but so when twenty twenty four, when we go to Ireland, yeah, make yeah. our way over, and we're all excited. Who's taking the, the first season. snap in Dublin? Who's taking the first snap in Dublin? I don't think it's going to be Tate Rodemaker. Okay. I know, I know you feel that way. Tate had a good day on Tuesday. I'm excited about that. Tate needed to have a good day on Tuesday. I just wonder if Tate is is turning into the inverted version of what he was a year ago, which is now he's a gamer and he's not much of a practicer. I just want he's going to get a lot of chances this fall. I think if you're setting the odds right now, Tate still has to be the favorite to start in Dublin. I'm going to take I'm going to take the longer odds. I'm going somebody else. AJ still has to be the second, but. A lot of sharp money's coming in on Brock Glenn of late, just because the early <laughs> returns are good. The early returns are well, good, and I don't want to get carried away with this. And I there's said going that, to be a freshman wall for him. There's going to be a, a week where you or go, not, oh god, or not. There, it, it happened for Jameis, kinda. Jameis wasn't a practicer now. No, but he also Jimbo. Would, listen, Jimbo would talk about these things and then turn around. We'd watch him. I'm like, I, I, he's not telling us the truth. I mean, I, I don't. We can't know. We weren't allowed to practice. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I would talk to people. They're like, yeah, he was really good yesterday. And then they, well, but nobody's hitting him. There was always some excuse about why he wasn't. I mean, come on now. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We do get to watch this, though. That's the difference. We do. We mm-hmm. will be watching this very, very closely. And and I don't know. One thing about Brock, and again, we don't know. You know, listen, he's not going to play this year, and I don't suspect. Uh, oh, you might have a couple of blowouts might, of the nature that you could roll you could, them, you out, could there roll them out there, but it'd yeah. be a drive or two at most. Yeah, uh, you might well, just to see what he, 
how he'd handle it. But I don't know, man. That kid is built. He is a thick kid, a strong yeah. kid, an athletic yeah. kid. He looks he's, more ready. He's got the personality to go with that size, too. Uh -huh. Some guys don't match their build. Chris Young, the soft-tossing oh, pitcher, is the best example favorite. in sports yeah. history. Yeah, somebody painful. Painful. who doesn't do what their body Six, suggests. Eight, out here throwing 74. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he could still throw you 74 because he never tested his body. Most kids can. Glenn is sturdy, and he plays that way. And the thing that I like the most about him is he seems to know where to go with the football quickly. Well, that's the part that kind of is raise your eyebrow worthy because that that's what comes much later. Yeah. In the physicality, you see that with a lot of guys when they come into college who are really gifted and talented and maybe a little bit more mature body type-wise than their age would, would have you believe. You see that at different positions. But when you see the quarterback, you're like, okay, well, that's great. He's a big, strong kid. But, you know, I mean, surely learning a new playbook that's got to be far more advanced than what he played uh, within high school is going to cause some consternation. It hasn't yet. Yeah. He's Not he's, yet. He, no. And you're right. There may come a moment where he realizes, oh, well, you know, he has a bad day or whatever. But guys going to have bad days. I don't know. I did, My point is that you know, Corey said this on headlines, and I don't disagree he looks so much further along than Duffy did it. He does. Time. I no, mean, it's not even close. We, I mean, we've said that on the show for since yeah. the first week of practice, yeah. which is that at least my first impression of him was when he rolls out or he breaks container, whatever it is, when he flushes and he's on the run, he reminds me of NFL Jameis. NFL Jameis, who had issues he threw the, the ball pocket. well on the on the run, yeah. But you would see as somebody who was trying to clean up his mechanics in the pocket, looked very much like he's trying to guide a football. When he broke the pocket, it was just see it, throw it, know it. And it's a quiet mind, and it's just natural, and it's now. Glenn chose that ability already. But w when you're talking about pocket presence, when you're talking about the processing yeah, of information even, yeah, and, uh, against the top-flight part of this defense, a, a, a wave of ones doesn't out have there. to do it yet. And I, he I don't think he's there it. yet. Yeah, no, but I just I mean, don't, want it, don't, I don't want it to sound like we think he's already the backup. He's not. No, he's not. He's not. And – Listen, Duffy has looked better. I don't want to give people the Duffy wrong has impression. Looked He's yeah. looked better. But, man, I have to tell you, it's just in terms of where they both were at the same time in their careers, it's not even close. Correct. And, and I don't have any reason to believe that he doesn't have a legitimate shot to surpass him as the third-string quarterback by this season's end. I don't think that's nuts at this point because either. If, by but the way, if that happens, then Duffy will be gone. Correct. No, I, I mean, I could see that. I could 100% see that. It, it gets tough because Duffy's only in his second year on campus, so I, I don't want to call it just yet. I don't think it's crazy, I think, is, is enough of a statement that offers a compliment to Brock Glenn, that I don't think that's a, that's a crazy proposition. Says all you need to know about what Brock Glenn has done so far, but to your point, if you're going to liven up the reps for Jordan Travis on Saturday, and it is the only other scrimmage prior to the spring mm -hmm. game, so this is it. This is the big day. How much run does Brock Glenn actually get on Saturday? There's only so many reps you could distribute. And if you're trying to grow Jordan with the receiving core in a game-like setting, this is the big one for him. I think Glenn would get more time in the spring game than he would this upcoming Saturday. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get a lot this upcoming Saturday. Right. I, I, I don't know what they, what they want answers to at the end of spring. Every coach might answer that kind of differently. Like they went into spring with this expectation, a, a certain rep count, an idea mm -hmm. of what they need to see in terms of understanding. A facet of their game. Facet, right. Yeah. So I, I don't know. We know what Alex Atkins thinks about what the spring is and what it should be about. We also know what Jimbo Fisher thinks. That's how he led his press conference. Riveting. <laughs> so, yeah, we may know all of those things, but we don't know what Mike Norvell wants to see from his quarterbacks by springs in. 
I would I would like to see just a personal note, and I'm not going to get to see this scrimmage, and nobody is. I'd like to hear that Tate had a great scrimmage. I'd like to hear that Tate had a great scrimmage because I don't feel like personally I've seen a your lot of- confidence level in Tate Rodemaker has plummeted from a, an all time high after the Louisville game. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, well, you don't feel confident in Tate Rodemaker. I I don't. Period. I don't. And what what does that say, though? That's what bothers me because I don't think this is about me. I don't. I think if we polled people honestly that have been out there, we've been out there. He's been fine. He's he's just been whatever. Yeah, I, I think this is an offense that you need somebody who can manage the game, and there will be open shots to take. This offense is in a much better position well, that, than it was. That is true. That is true. And when, and when he took over in the Louisville situation he'd be last year, the first year. guy to get the chance. I'm not telling you he wouldn't. If we played a game tomorrow, he's the backup quarterback. Yes. If we played a game tomorrow and Jordan had to come out, he'd get the reps. He'd go out there as would be expected. All of that is true. Uh, the question I would have is, would he play well? And I can't say definitively. Yeah, he'll play well. I'm not so sure. I, and and I shouldn't I feel, still be asking that. I, well, I mean. It's tough to assess what's going on. Maybe he's working on a facet of his game hope, that we I don't know so. about. I mean, we said that about Jordan Travis last year when he was not spectacular in spring. And the conclusion that we came to after we were testing theories was, well, they already know what he can do. I think they're trying to test the limits of what he can or cannot do. And so maybe that's therefore why he looks uneven in spring. It's not that like Jordan Travis whooped ass last spring. No, but it made a lot of sense what they did with Jordan last year. They already knew he could run, so they told him to stop running. Yeah. They kept they forced him to throw over and over and over again in the pocket. They blew the whistle the second he took off. They would not let him run. Yeah. Well, that made a lot of sense because of who he was. He was a documented uh fire plug as a as a as a runner. We already knew what he could be, but we wanted to see him grow as a passer. Turns out that choosing to do it that way was the right way because he got a lot better as a passer. And by the time we saw him in games in the fall, he was really, really good at throwing the football between the tackles, uh, between the, you know, down the down the middle of the field. He did the things that he hadn't been doing because they forced him to do it, and he proved he could do it. I, I don't see like what are they working on with Tate? I, I, maybe that's a question that we just you know maybe we can get Tony on the horn, <laughs> Coach Tokars, and say, uh, look, yeah, yeah, yeah. what are we working on? What's a we're at the driving range right now. What kind of drill are we working on? Is it a stop drill? What's it's going on? Is it mechanics? It's a fair thing to bring up on your point there. I I, I should ask him that. We've got a good relationship with Tony. He's a, a fun pl- a guy to interview. Uh, he's really good about telling you about a guy's strengths and areas where they need to improve. And I think within that would be the right answer. It'd be fascinating. I just that that battle will intrigue me all the way into the fall. Just what's happening for the second and third string roles at quarterback. Cause I think it's going to dictate which of those guys is no longer here. Well, and the fun part about it, it, it's very much like the conversation we have with coach Norvell and look, man, you have, you've gotten through a dark period in our program's history. We're on the other side of it. You won 10 games. That's wonderful. Everybody's singing Kumbaya, right? But now it's about big time results. And now we're going to start to measure your successes and failures. Like we should at Florida state freaking university. Same thing with the quarterbacks now, I think. You have too many weapons to be bad at your position. <laughs> yeah. You've got too much going for we you. The offensive line is too good. Trey, Trey Benson's too good. The receivers are too good. If you're bad, that's on you and nobody else. We can't point anywhere else. And if you've got two or three consecutive bad drives, all right, AJ, it's your turn. Mm-hmm. Can you take the job and yeah. not give it back? You, you are in a position where you don't have to be patient. Correct. And I love that. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since we don't have to be patient with somebody. Look, you have had a terrible day. Have a seat. We're going to go see what so-and-so can do. Because I want them to feel that weight, too. The added expectation that you got to be sharp every day you come out here. And that's what competition is. Updated scores. We are underway. Now we've got 
five baseball games being played yeah. at the same time at the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill, where the Vegas Wall is here, and many, many more televisions abound. Cold beer, hot dogs, baseball. It's a glorious day. We got nothing, nothing, Milwaukee, Chicago, 1-1, Boston and Baltimore in the first. Already a couple runs there. The Yankees are up 3-0 over San Francisco. Braves up 4-1 over Washington. And uh, the real action gets started at 4-10 when the Pirates <laughs> take the field to take on the Reds. Jeff Cameron Show broadcasting live from the Quarter Pocket Bar and Grill, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. What's up, guys? Our next partner that you're going to hear from is Athletic Greens. You've heard me talk about Athletic Greens in the past. Happy to talk about them again. I take Athletic Greens every day. And I gave them a try because certainly I wanted more energy, sustained energy. I wanted to support my immune system. I don't like taking pills and vitamins per se. And I wanted something that tasted good too. And the first time I tried it, I was very surprised. Uh, it had an appreciable effect on my energy levels. And also, uh, over time, you'll note that it, uh, it helps your skin, your hair, your nails. I don't have a lot of hair, but if I did, I bet I could feel that. I bet I could tell. It's a comprehensive health uh, habit, and uh, it is a, a powerful one at that. AG1 is great for recovery. Uh, that's Athletic Greens. And uh, I, I take mine basically when I wake up every morning. I don't have to worry about it because you get all the nutrients that you want. It's the best way to ensure that you're going to get all of your vitamins. It's a carbon-neutral business, by the way, if that's important to you. It is to a lot of people, and that's good to know as well. I would also note that uh, it is a comprehensive solution to what you need from a supplement routine. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs right now with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Helps me out, guys, if you use that. Not financially, but it lets them know that you heard this ad on my show. And I do take it, and I am vouching for them because I enjoy their product. It's athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Check it out. I think you'll note the difference in your life with a simple drink each and every morning to start your day. Athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply welcome back to the jeff cameron show sponsored by legendary home loans a mortgage experience designed around speed simplicity and customer service before you buy your next home, contact our friend Shannon Young with Legendary Home Loans. Visit FSUHomeLoans.com. FSUHomeLoans.com. This could very well be a solve for the future uh, from our friends at ISF here, Tom. I might have to do it as I have to address a, a frustration of ours. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure ISF could help with that as well, as they are that kind of collaborative. So uh, I, will, I will use it in this situation as opposed to uh, the way we have recently. I want to address something that um, came up yesterday and it's something that's come up in the chat here. W tonight's debut 
of uh, the show that we asked you all to submit names for. And there's a lot of good suggestions out there. Awesome suggestions. A lot of people uh, jumped on board. You heard the interview I did with Bryant McFadden on um, on the show on Monday. That was a lot of fun. And uh, that well, it was Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? No, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wednesday. Yesterday. I'm losing, I'm losing yeah. it. I'm, losing uh, it. I'm with you, man. Yeah, it's been a weird week. <laughs> it's been a week. It's been a week. So anyhow, uh, it was yesterday on the show, and, and BMAC is great, and uh, he remains that way. Um, but we're postponed. We're postponed. Uh, we are not able to to do that tonight as originally scheduled at 7 o'clock. Now, we, we, we're we hoping moving forward that soon we'll have more information about what's going to happen with that uh, show that we had planned with Bryant McFadden. Uh, but it's a it's 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 boring. I don't want to bore you with anything, but in the in the media world, and I've had to deal with this before too. Uh, you know, sometimes you can be, and I, I'm not going to get into details here, but like you are contractually obligated here or there. You can do this, but you can't do that. It can be very tricky, tricky, especially if you're an independent contractor. All these things can be weird. So until the lawyers figure everything out, guys. Mm-hmm. everybody has to protect themselves. Um, everybody has to protect themselves. So there's nothing that uh, I'm not saying there's anything wrong. I am saying that as of right now, it's just been delayed. So we'll see what happens. Um, it's very, very frustrating. <laughs> Trust me. I like talking with Bryant McFadden. I thought our interview yesterday was great. Not was. because of me, but I thought he was wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And we have a good rapport. We get along well, and I feel like that's going to be a, a, a fun thing for us to do. Uh, but it has been delayed, and it's just it, – it's again, I don't want to bore you because it's um, it's a legal matter. It's, it's really nothing that anybody can do. So you know, we'll let the lawyers yell at each other and get it all figured out. That's hey, the best thing I can tell you. You know what? It, it's at least better news than uh, having Justin Verlander go on the uh, injured list. You, you can't possibly be shocked by that news. I'm not. No, I said, in fact, that that's why you want to lean on the under whatever Vegas win total was, because you've got two pitchers that are over 40 years old. If it was the playoffs, I'd be pitching for sure. But I just want to be very careful with it. All right. So we'll see you in July. That's fine. That's fine. I was about to say, though, one, one thing to note is when you have a bu- bunch of veteran players, you remember when Roger Clemens did the thing with Houston? Yeah. Where, you know, he did it with the Yankees, he, too. He didn't travel. In George's box. Yeah, right, right. All that silliness. Right. Well, the, the point would be. Uh, you know, if you can patch it together to make a playoff appearance, that's all you're really trying to do. Correct. Is, is get to, if everybody's ready to go by the time you get into the postseason. Edwin Diaz included. Let's that's go. That's all you need to worry about. You need Correct. not worry about, you know, a regular season for the ages because that doesn't get you anything. Well, look, man, and that's fine. If that means that we're not in the division lead for 98% of the last two <laughs> seasons, come away with no division championships, that's okay. Uh, that's those, okay those by are, me. Those are toughies. They you, are. you don't want to deal with that. So. Um, yeah, uh, I'm not surprised. You're not surprised, but it is probably a little bit frustrating. We'll see. Yeah. If it were the postseason, he said he could play. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. That's all right. Max Scherzer's arm is going to come out of his socket today at the 415 and we'll be all right. Max Scherzer is going to be fine. That guy, that guy is going to pitch for another 10 years. Every time I see him, I'm like, he's still throwing hard. He's <laughs> he still is. pretty good. It's yeah. silliness. Uh, updates as far as the baseball goes right now. Scores look like this. Four to one as we go to the fifth inning between the Braves and Washington's uh, Yankees. Three to nothing over San Francisco. They're in the sixth. By the way, these kids are flying. It's almost like the uh, the pitch clock is working. So, uh, obviously, there are, uh, this game is well pitched between the Yankees and the uh, Giants. 
but they're in the sixth inning with two outs. Uh, it's been an hour and 10 minutes. I mean, an hour and 20 minutes since they started. I'm looking at it right now. There are TVs everywhere at the corner pocket, so I can see it everywhere I look. Cold beer. Hey, the uh, Rays hosting Detroit coming up at 310. So come on out here. Let's go. Let's get it on. Your Mets taking on Miami at 410, buddy. Is there a less inspiring outside of Arizona opening weekend series and playing the Marlins? So I, I think they can pitch. So I, I it'll be an interesting matchup. Right, which makes terms, it annoying. Well, it's, it's annoying. Well, yeah, you want somebody that you, a patsy that you can be like, ten to yeah, nothing. Like on the Braves day. have uh, the Nats here. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, the Nats are terrible this year. Yes, but I, I, but here's what I'd say that um, you've got a pretty lethal lineup. Yeah. So Marlins pitching versus Mets hitting is a good matchup. Oh, no, it, it is a good, compelling matchup. From a baseball standpoint, as somebody who enjoys the game, it's going to be good to watch the back and forth in the chess match. All I'm saying is. You know, opening day, you're going to have adrenaline as a fan no matter what because it's the greatest. Opening day is the best. It counts for two, as we like to say. Mm. Then when you see who you're facing, you're like, all right, who do we got? Miami. Okay. All right, that's fine. Only the Diamondbacks, I think, would be. I think the Diamondbacks worse, but maybe I'm biased. No, they're they're the worst. It's the worst. Uh, I don't. Every time the Pirates play the Diamondbacks, it could be middle of the regular season. I'm like, ugh. Like for you, Cincinnati is a division rival, and Cincinnati has some juice for opening day. Again, MLB decided to defecate on that tradition. That's fine, but Cincinnati and opening day is a thing. So that's pretty cool that you take part in that. I remember playing the Reds. It was like 1130 in the morning. That was really, really cool. You remember the two years? Was it two years that baseball did uh, the game in Japan the day before opening day? Uh, the, would come on at midnight or whatever it was? They did. The Mets and Cubs did that around the year 2000 somewhere in there. Has it been that long? Where they did a, a three-game series in, in Japan. It was two or, I, two or three games. I remember there were, yeah, and, and they had two teams or four teams total out there at the time, I think, and Could be, rotated. Yeah. I remember that. Um, I don't know, man. I I, I, don't, I didn't like that, and I don't like when they mess with the tradition. I would have games stacked. There'd be a game starting every 30 minutes. It was 2000 was the year. Yeah. In Japan? In the Tokyo Dome. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. 23 years have gone by since that happened? I mean, time's flying. You just said the Oklahoma State game. That's almost 10 years ago. We're in the 10th anniversary of our national championship season this year. That's what this fall is. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it gets scary. It gets. I mean, that is really, really strange for me to think about. Um, James is going to be a grandfather any day now. I don't know about that, but he is at a place where he happily re-signed to be a backup quarterback. With New Orleans, that was interesting. We didn't talk about that. We Are you stunned by that? that? I was stunned by Me that. Me too. He, I mean, he kind of cited being happy. I don't know if that's with the most amount of money he was going to get. When you've had injuries and you're uh, volatile in terms of your performance is either great or terrible or, you know, not a lot of. I'm very disappointed in that Well, But decision. here's what I'll tell you. I, but quietly, he had played really well. When he had opportunities to start, and his back Orleans. wasn't broken, yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. I think he had a, a fourteen to five touchdown interception rate. That was two years ago. Yeah. Last year, he started out okay, broke his back, tried to play through it, yeah. and that was a yeah. terrible, terrible. I decision. don't count anything that happened but last year. Yeah, the problem is he had a locker room incident last year with the media, where he's sending knives the way of the coaches' offices because he said he was lied to. Yeah, he was You're going to re-sign with that situation in which you believe you were lied to about your standing as the starting quarterback. I I, I happen to believe, Tom, that that was the best he was going to get. Mm. A really, really structured deal with the Saints was the most money he was going to get. I think so. 
It felt. It feels like it, doesn't it? What other explanation do you have? The uh, yes, it's possible that perhaps that's the most guaranteed money he was going to get. I think he would have gotten a more honest shot to start somewhere else for less money. Like he comes into camp, Tampa's not a fit, but a situation like Tampa, in which they don't have anybody, here's two and a half incentives up to six or seven. I know I'm just kind of making it up as I go there, but I think he would have had a chance. He he's not the he doesn't have a chance to win the starting job out of camp in New Orleans. No, he doesn't. But I bet there would be other markets where he could. Uh, maybe if he was willing to take less money, you're right. I think it was about the guaranteed money. And here's the other part about that. And I don't know. I have not talked to him recently about any of this stuff. So uh, I don't want anybody to think that I got it from him. But, you know, when you come off a back injury, Tom, that's a scary deal. And I'm not saying that, you know, yeah. he's not healthy. I am saying that you're probably going to want to take in the most amount of guaranteed money you can get. You know, you would never say anything yeah. like this publicly, but if you're looking at your career wondering how much longer you're going to be in the league, and I, I, a confident Jameis Winston and a healthy Jameis Winston probably thinks he could play for another 10 years. The quarterback position is one now where if you are healthy and you cut way down on your turnovers and he had started to do that, yeah. you've got a chance to stay in the league a real long time. So, you know, I, I feel like if, if if you're worried that that's not on the you know on the table for you that you would yeah. just take the most amount of guaranteed money briley asks it in a good way which the question is what's the premium required to uproot your family for a quote unquote chance at a starting job okay briley now that's a fair question my issue is that this is a player who blew up in the locker room about the situation with this franchise so if you feel like you can't trust the current staff that's in place and you feel like you're relied to I'm stunned that you would return to that situation if you're given a choice of here's the backup money or go somewhere else. That to me is is quite shocking because he doesn't strike me as that type of player. But maybe the offers were just so paltry elsewhere that it was it was the only choice he had. So the only if I'm him and they bring in Derek Carr, which is what they did. Yep. The only reservations I have about returning to New Orleans um, is that I have to still be around Taysom Hill. <laughs> and who wants well, to do that? That's Carr's problem now. I mean, that's, that's not yeah, James' problem. I have to deal about dealing with that guy. But and I'm not talking about an ability. I just he's annoying. There's a seventh round pick going New Orleans way. He's going to Denver. It's going to be uh, Taysom Hill and Russell Wilson. Come on, man. Mm, that is a of, match lot made lot in of hell fun for those guys. It's probably not even <laughs> Taysom's fault that I dislike him, but it, it is annoying. Uh, I, I he is what Tim Tebow never could be. Oh, yeah, because he was a much better thrower of the football. Somebody willing to be an H-back at a tight end on top of and the fact that he could be. Yeah, and all yeah, those other things. Yeah, yeah he is. No, and he, he, had, he has less pride than Tim. Oh, nicely played. He's got value. I'm not saying he doesn't have value. Just the way the announcers talk about him, you think, good God. Well, anybody who takes him in fantasy, you're like, yeah. You're, you know, you're going to sit him the <laughs> week he goes for 50 points. You know you are. Then you're going to start him. He's going to have two. Never predictable. He starts a game. You're like, oh, this guy's terrible. The next week he plays. You're right. You're like, I said this is. That's right. Yeah. 46 points. 46 points. This is unbelievable. He gets to 100 points for the season, <laughs> and it's because two weeks give him 90. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Corner pocket bar and grill start to fill up as people get in, out of work and into the bar to yep. watch some baseball. There are some choices made here, either a, a yes. late lunch or an early day. Let's go. Yeah. Jeff yeah. Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. You don't have to clap, guys. It's okay. It's the middle of the day. What's up, guys? Our next partner that you're going to hear from is Athletic Greens. You've heard me talk about Athletic Greens in the past. Happy to talk about them again. I take Athletic Greens every day. 
And I gave him a try because certainly I wanted more energy, sustained energy. I wanted to support my immune system. I don't like taking pills and vitamins per se. And I wanted something that tasted good too. And the first time I tried it, I was very surprised. Uh, it had an appreciable effect on my energy levels. And also, uh, over time, you'll note that it, uh, it helps your skin, your hair, your nails. I don't have a lot of hair, but if I did, I bet I could feel that. I bet I could tell. It's a comprehensive health uh, habit, and uh, it is a, a powerful one at that. AG1 is great for recovery. Uh, that's Athletic Greens. And uh, I, I take mine basically when I wake up every morning. I don't have to worry about it because you get all the nutrients that you want. It's the best way to ensure that you're going to get all of your vitamins. It's a carbon neutral business, by the way, if that's important to you. It is to a lot of people, and that's good to know as well. I would also note that uh, it is a comprehensive solution to what you need from a supplement routine. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs right now with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Helps me out, guys, if you use that. Not financially, but it lets them know that you heard this ad on my show. And I do take it, and I am vouching for them because I enjoy their product. Athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Check it out. I think you'll note the difference in your life with a simple drink each and every morning to start your day. Athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the Warchant.com Multimedia Network. Check out Warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. Jeff Cameron Show broadcasting live from Quarter Pocket Bar and Grill as we hang out and watch baseball. You can't beat that. A beautiful day outside. If you're going to wander around, go outside on the deck, hang out. Also, come back in here, catch scores, catch the new games, getting ready to start. All that good stuff. Eric, thank you so much. Uh, Appreciate your offering uh, for a tall boy, perhaps. Happy opening day, Jeff and Tom. Go Pirates. Cubs and Mets. He's got them all in there. We've got a very kind group of not only pillars, but people in the War Chant community because uh, I've got a little Daryl Strawberry action on here today. It's a gift. It was a gift from Eric Angel. What a nice guy. It might strike you as odd. You know, I read Daryl Strawberry's book. Daryl Strawberry's book? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What was it about? Daryl Strawberry. I mean, it, <laughs> <laughs> it was about Daryl Strawberry. But in it, um, the, he admits to Hitting, I, I gotta double check this, but uh, yeah, admits to domestic abuse, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. no, he hit her in the nose with the butt of a gun. That's a it's great, it's a hell of a thing. Well, that was before he was sober, so this uniform's coming off. There, no, uh, he does. Uh, it, no, go go double check that. Uh, and hopefully, I don't get sued, uh, but I, I'm fairly certain that that is, yes, I remember that. I remember that, or, or I read maybe I read a, a passage. This is years and years and years and years ago. I, I met Daryl Strawberry uh, more than once, but 
uh, back when the Mets used to train in St. Pete, mm-hmm. um, I would see him at Al Ang, and Al Ang Stadium was uh, my great uncle. It was awesome, <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, we uh, we'd go over there and see all the players, and he was something to behold, an amazing player, probably the sweetest swing. Uh, him and King Griffey Jr. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it just it's un, unreal that swing. Daryl for line drives, and then Griffey for moonshots. Mm-hmm. I think the the best line drive swing I've ever seen is Daryl because his home runs were line drives. But but Ken would just hit these. The way that he his follow through, Daryl's follow through. Um, yeah, thank goodness Tom isn't wearing Kevin Mitchell's jersey. I would have made you take that <laughs> off. Uh, that's a horrible human being. Uh, yeah, that '86 Mets team wasn't exactly filled with uh, those are upstanding. Uh, individuals no that was a team littered with um champions <laughs> champions so i i three in three two one people are going to remind me that the 79 pirates uh <laughs> is uh is also it's not an endorsement of personal character right no, it's just uh, an error. i know i know uh no i i daryl daryl did break his ex-wife's nose with the butt of a gun that that, that happened i didn't get that okay. wrong but Briley, I hear you. Uh, you're right. I well, it's such a uh, scathing charge <laughs> that you want to be sure that you remember that one a hundred percent. Between that accurately. and random deaths and circumstances, no, I, I mean, get those right. You do. I get the deaths right most of the time. And uh, didn't he die at the grocery store? <laughs> you're like, I'm what? Pretty- he's not dead. It oh was yeah, he produce. died seven years ago by the bananas. That's right. It was yeah, in the produce. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. How the hell did you know that? I know. Yeah, it is weird. Those Either that in the of, deli. Yeah, those memories stick with me uh, all the time. Yes, no John Rocker jersey. Oh man. Yeah, the uh, th- that team was fun though. I I got to meet those guys when they were down there. They were outlandish. But years <laughs> later, I remember when Strawberry's book came out. I was like, oh well, this it's probably got to be a very interesting book because it was all about he was willing to talk about the locker room. Well, listen, baseball like uh, many other sports went through eras where that was a real problem. Being mm-hmm. cocaine, uh, meaning cocaine yeah. was a real problem. Tends to be a problem in general. Yeah. Yeah. But it's spe- yeah, rich, rich guys playing a lot of games and needing to stay up lends itself to it was that. Greenies and Willie Mays Day, and then in the eighties it was uh Coke. Yeah. 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 But alas, uh that the reason that that swing was so sweet is the follow-through to me, just like Griffey's, but but his was more pronounced in that it was sudden. It was that mm-hmm. left hand coming over. Yep. It was it was like as soon as it hit the ground, you're like, oh, he got all of that. What's weird is that we talk about the arrows of baseball and what's going to be more prevalent this year than last and all of that. It, it, the um, the numbers for when he was great, 36 home runs, mm-hmm. 34 right, home right. runs. That was like if you had 30, you were a god. Oh, yeah. you were a yeah. stud. Yeah. I remember thinking and watching and engaging in baseball in that way at that time where if you got to the all-star break and somebody had 19, mm-hmm. you're like, man, he might hit 40. See, and I, I grew couldn't up, believe it. In 1998, I was 12. So the summer, the chase, you know, the, the yeah. definition of how many home runs was. I, I watched uh, Todd Hunley hit 50 home runs. I forgot about Todd Hunley hitting 50 home runs, but that is correct. 40, whatever, whatever. Yeah, was, whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I saw Brady Anderson do it. Fernando Tatis out of nowhere. Who still owns the record for uh, two grand slams in one inning. He did. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that is, I don't know that that'll get broken. 
it'll be tied at best. Yeah, it can be tied. I wonder in our lifetime if we'll ever see that. I, I don't know. That was that was amazing. All right, we got to do probables. Are you going to sing? How are you going to do this? For the games <laughs> that already started, for those that don't know, we can't play the music that we normally would because we're on remote. Yeah, we're on remote. But uh, the, the way things started, the Braves, by the way. I could do the, the start of it if you'd like. It, it was uh, intern John who initially did the sounder, but I can try. But you have to hit probably blaze. You can't yeah. hit that. No, well, I, I, Matthew could, I suppose. I don't know that we would hear it. Is the issue? No. It's the old feedback loop. Okay, well, I, because that's it's special. time for how you say with the teaching eh, probables. There it is. There, there it is. Go. All right, it's Boom. the best we could do, and we'll do it for real tomorrow. But this is what you get. It began with Max Fried and Patrick Corbin, Summer Braves, Nats, Giants, Yankees, Logan Webb, Gary Cole, Orioles, Red Sox, Kyle Gibson, Wrong. Corey Kluber, the Brewers, scene. Cubs, Corbin Burns, Marcus Stroman. You are doing work, sir. Tigers, Rays, Eduardo Rodriguez, and Shane McClanahan. McClanahan with me. Phillies, Rangers, Aaron Nola, Jacob DeGrom. I took it to beer. Pirates, Reds, Mitch Keller. Hunter Green going for the Reds. We got the Blue Jays and the Cardinals. That's at 410. Alec Manoa, Miles Mikolas. Yes. Oh, you even took a pause to do it. Did you know? Two sweethearts. Twins, Royals, Pablo Lopez, yeah, Zach Greinke. Zach Greinke still in the league. Mets, Marlins, Max Scherzer, and Sandy Alcantara. If he's not hurt. Yeah. I don't think he's hurt. Yeah. We got White Sox, Strohs, Dylan Cease, Fromber Valdez. Yeah, Rockies, Padres, Herman Marquez, Blake Snell. They have come and gone. Angels, A's, Shohei Atani, and Kyle Mueller, and D-backs, Dodgers. That won't be the last of it. Zach Gallen, Julio Urias. It feels like he's made a million opening day starts in his young career. And finally, Guardians, Mariners, Shane Bieber, and Luis Castillo for the nightcap at 10-10, where I'll be watching baseball in my bed comfortably. The sounds of bat-to-mitt, bat-to-ball, lulling you to sleep. Welcome back, opening day. It is a glorious, glorious thing. Another reminder, if you're getting off of work, let's say, you know, normal time. You didn't have a cool boss who let you go watch baseball in the That's middle right. of the day at Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. But maybe now you're just getting off of work and you can go watch baseball at the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Well, you should. You should. Delicious hot dogs, ice cold beer, a bunch of televisions where all the baseball games reside. And an excellent night tomorrow night at the Corner Pocket Bar and yes. Grill. It is casino night benefiting the St. Andrews Society of Tallahassee. Also, FSU Libraries are uh, the beneficiaries. 7.30 p.m. tomorrow night, March the 31st, here at the Corner Pocket. They got roulette. They got blackjack. They got craps. It's going to be a really good time. They casino nights. They've had several casino nights here. Yeah. We've done them. Yeah, we've we, done them we before. We have done them, and they're awesome. They're always a great time. So get here for happy hour. Get lubed up for a little bit of casino <laughs> night, and then let's benefit the St. Andrews Society, shall we? All right, Tommy. On that note, with beer, lubed up with some we beer today. Good job, Director Matthew. Thanks to our friends here at the Quarter Pocket Bar and Grill. Good Yay, work out of you, Tom. Yay, baseball. We'll talk to you again tomorrow on Libations Friday. Peace.